What's up? Hello. Hi, everyone. Hola. This is on the day I said I do. And I am your host, Larcy Howard McGowan. And this is episode number six. Today is a very special day. Not just because it's Valentine's Day. You know, everybody loves Valentine's Day. But because this is my official relaunch day for On The Day I Said I Do podcast. And I am so excited to be back. (laughs) It has been about two years since I went on a hiatus. It was actually about yeah 2017 when I initially launched this podcast and I recorded about five episodes and I thought things were going really well and I was getting interviews that I really loved and I feel like I was putting out stories that people really loved and somewhere along the lines I kind of got discouraged and felt like I wasn't worthy to be talking about marriage being as though at the time I was only married about five years and so I felt like somebody who's talking about marriage definitely needs to be married a little longer than I have maybe 10 20 you know 50 years but more recently I have felt a tugging at my heart and I felt like God was just telling me that there was still some unfinished business with this podcast And so I am so grateful to be able to use this platform to get people to tune in and listen to interviews that can give them hope and help their marriages grow. So I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you for tuning in right now. This podcast is a place where I can publicly collect stories from both men and women about the day that they said I do. And because everyone's wedding day is so different, each story is going to be unique, which is great. I think one of the things that I found the most joy in is listening to each person's story and see how they are similar and different in each way. Um, This show, to me, is a safe space for us to be able to talk about things that people thought they knew prior to getting married. And then once they got engaged and got a fiancé, then everything that happened on their wedding day, to now what they've come to learn since they've got married. And that's one thing that I love about this show is that I get to, along with interviews, do book club reviews, like I did on episode number three, uh, The Happy Wives Club by Fawn Weaver. Um, I also get to do panels, and I also get to discuss certain topics within marriage that I hear other people talking about and are trending, or just basic conversations that I get into with my friends about marriage and our thought process behind it. So today, I actually want to bring up a topic that people don't talk about a lot, and that's actually dating in your marriage. And I know people always say, or hear people say this to people that are single all the time, 
are you dating anyone right now? And for me, I think it's really cool to be able to say, yep, my husband. And I don't want to jump ahead of myself. So um, I'm definitely ready to just dive into this topic. But <clears throat> I think it's very important to say that marriage is just like any other relationship. And within marriage, I feel like it's underrated to date. People, they might feel like, oh, marriage is overrated. But dating within marriage is underrated. And people don't value it enough. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into this topic. And let's look at what dating actually is from both standpoints, single and married. Uh, the dictionary describes dating as being romantically involved with someone. It also says a period of time where you are actively going on a date with someone. A period of time in which you are able to see how compatible you are with each other. And it helps you to figure out whether you see the relationship going anywhere. <clears throat> which makes sense. And then lastly, it's also described as seeing someone specific with purpose and on a regular basis. Now, the first three definitions, I believe, are great definitions for what it means to be dating when you're single. But the fourth one, to me, is the best description because that talks about when it comes to marriage. Like, seeing someone specific with purpose, and on a regular basis. If we marry, you're going to see me all the time. And I want you to date me with purpose. Definitely, you know, have a reason for why we're going out. And, or it could be just because. But definitely on purpose. And, um, you know, dating when you're married, it means that you get to actually spend some quality time along with your spouse or with other people spout you know couples because some people actually do double dating and some people like it some people don't but either way is fine it's just the whole point of you guys having some undivided time for each other and getting to know each other each other better uh i think this is such a great topic to talk about because <clears throat> it's pointing out the importance of it and not just saying oh well we'll date when we get a chance because much too often I see couples falling into the trap of no longer dating each other and yes ladies I'm saying dating each other because I'll be the first to say my husband is definitely more of the initiator when it comes to dating but I also want to be better at initiating date nights with him because that is so important for men to feel just as appreciated as we want to feel. And so um, that means that it should not just be your man initiating dates with you, but you also doing nice things for him, and especially since it's Valentine's Day. Dating in a marriage is important. Everybody knows that, but Making it a priority is way more important than actually dating. Because 
everyone knows, like I said, you can get so caught up in the day-to-day schedule that you just forget about actually making time for each other. According to a common sense and comprehensive quantitative study conducted by the National Marriage Project at the University of Virginia, the study showed improvements for married couples who go on frequent dates throughout the year across categories such as happiness, commitment, communication, parenthood, stability, and community integration. The evidence also showed that married couples who devote time together at least once a week not only have lower divorce rates, but also an increase in their perceived quality of their marriage. Which leads me to my next question. Do you and your spouse make dating a priority in your relationship? Do you and your spouse make dating a priority in your relationship? Or are you guys just babysitters? Like slash roommates? Or just breadwinners? I know with all the struggles of work, kids, and school it can be very easy to fall into the same old, same old. Going to work, coming home, having dinner, shower, bed, and then you do the little side booty sex (laughs) and repeat day after day. You know, not everybody does the side booty sex, but I'm just saying as you get older, that's a common trend or conversation I hear. That people just get so used to the day-to-day, the mundane. And I know for me, after the honeymoon stage, this probably was around like year three, I started to realize the monotonous of it all. And I was just thinking, this really cannot be real life. This, This can't be it. This is not the vibe. Because... I do not want to get so stuck in trying to pay bills, going to work every day, and dying. There has to be more to life. And because I do believe in scripture and it's saying that we're supposed to have life and have it abundantly, come on somebody, that I don't want to get stuck in the the same routine of not appreciating my spouse or my spouse not appreciating me. And us getting so caught up in our kids that we forget about each other. So, I want you guys to picture this. I want you to think about someone who tells others about their date night plans. It could be like your coworker who's leaving work and saying, Oh no, I can't stay late today. We have, me and my husband have date night tonight. Um, or the, the, your, your coworker friend that says, No, nah, I can't. I can't meet up with y'all tonight to watch the game because I'm taking my lady out for Red Lobster or something like that. I want you to think about them and their their demeanor. To me, they always seem happy about date night. And I believe every person can think of somebody that they've seen say that and can agree that most married couples that mention going on date nights, they always just seem like 
they're happier in general. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm kind of coattailing off of the study through the University of Virginia that, of course, your divorce rate is going to be lower if you're dating and you're actually enjoying each other. That definitely makes a lot of sense to me. Before we move too uh, far ahead, let's scale back just a little bit and think about if you are the kind of couple that have fallen into the trap of feeling like, no, we're going to have to skip date night or we can't afford it or just the couple that always has to bring their kids to date night. I'm talking to that person because I definitely can recall right now friends that do not have a lot of family in town who might have to bring their kids with them to majority of their date nights because they don't really have a sitter. And so if you could say no, me and my spouse, we make time to date regularly, then this part of the message is not for you. I have a little something special for you guys a little later in the show. But for the people who are not actively dating each other right now within their marriage, I want to challenge you. I'm doing the marriage challenge, the date dating challenge, shall I say. I want you to think back to when you first met your spouse and how much time you guys spent together before you got married or had kids. I think you can honestly think back to how much time you guys spent together and you probably traveled you probably went to all sorts of places did all sorts of kinds of things together and then once you get married you fall into the day-to-day routine and somehow you guys forget about each other not that you don't love each other you just get forgetful and so since it's Valentine's Day, the love was day, I just want to challenge you guys this year in 2020, challenging myself as well to be more proactive and rekindle the flame. That's what Chris Brown said, baby, start a new flame. Well, not necessarily a new flame, but <clears throat> restart the flame that you already have. And I implore you guys to initiate something today, even if it's something small. And just let me be clear that date nights do not have to consist of money. You do not have to spend money to have a date night. And one example of this could be just one thing me and my husband do. We have date nights in our living room or designated spot in our house uh, once our daughter is asleep. And it's not every night, but it's maybe once a week, uh, once every other week or whatnot. And she's eight, so her bedtime is usually between eight and nine, depending on what we got going on that day. Or if she's taking her precious time to brush her teeth or whatever. But that literally gives us about a good undivided hour or two to ourselves before my eyeballs start to shut. Because I can't stay up late. (laughs) Um, But 
we usually just fix dinner because we have to fix that anyway, which does not involve us spending extra money. And then we either, you know, play a game of Scrabble, some type of game. Um, we might snuggle up and just watch a movie. Or we might just sit and talk. It just all depends. But all of that does not require money. None of that actually requires you to spend any money because you're going to have to fix dinner anyway. Um, and we've been on all sorts of types of dates. You name it, we've done it. I fly, you know, um, canoeing, camping, all types of date nights. But for me, none of them beat our home dates because they're so much more intimate. And don't get me wrong now, I'm going to be the first to say I love to travel, but going out is just as nice because you can get out of the house and get a change of scenery. You don't have your kids, you know, it's just you two um, holding hands, you know, back to the way you was before you had kids. <laughs> or now that you probably have an empty nest. Uh, but for the people who are like us, who have a budget, do not sleep on the home dates. Because me, I like to sometimes even get dressed up for home dates. I might put on a fancy dress and put on some earrings and sit at the dinner table like we at Ruth Chris. Because for me, it's just a mindset. And it's also about, you know, making my man feel appreciative and let him know I'm grateful for him. So if it means putting some love into the meal that I made and you know, serving it like it's a three-course meal, then I'm here for that. <clears throat> um, and so it also allows us to maintain our budget while having fun together. Now, for those people who say we actually devote time to dating each other regularly, I want to not challenge you guys, but I want to encourage you guys as well to date with more intent as well as some more creativity. Because one thing I found that works well for us is a date night jar. And that just consists of a mason jar or like a solo cup, if you will, a marker and some popsicle sticks, which you can probably get from like the dollar store. And on each popsicle stick, you're going to write date night ideas that you or your spouse would like to do and if you need help coming up with some ideas I'll give you a little bit of tips for that in a minute but when you guys have extra money these are things that you guys can do to make your date night more spontaneous and per personally for me I know my husband he might text me and say babe I pulled a date night stick. We're going to the gun shooting range. I know that's something you've been wanting to do. Be ready around 6, and we're going to go to dinner afterwards. And let me tell you, something about that text or that call about a date night just, you know, gets me warm in all kinds of places and butterflies in my stomach. And, um, you know, my I, I start to blush in my face because... Now, I have something to look forward to all day. No, no thing can get in my way of being happy and looking forward to spending time with my spouse. So, 
I know when I get a text like that, that he's thinking about me and he wants to spend quality time with me. And so, um, I really love that. I did mention being able to tell you guys what you guys can put on those popsicle sticks for date night. And one of the things that we used was this book called His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. And it's by Willard F. Harley Jr. And it's a really great book. But the part that I want to point out the most is in the back of the book, which allowed us to fill up some of our uh, date night popsicle sticks. So for um, this book, it has about four and a half pages of inventory to recreational enjoyment, which means it has all types of activities like um, they're in alphabetical order. And for A, it has like acting, amusement parks, archery, um, then goes down list like B would be like basketball, watching, basketball, playing, baseball, watching, baseball, playing, um, Bible study, boating, C, checkers, canoeing, camping, computers, concerts, um, D, dancing, dining out, fishing, golf, hockey, hiking, hunting, and you name it, they have it, all the way to Z, or excuse me, Y, yachting, and what this does is it takes a survey of your husband's ratings and how he would rate that activity, and if he likes something like that, or if he doesn't like it, and the wife would do the same thing, and then you would tally up the score. The ones with the higher scores are the ones that you're going to want to put on the date night stick because those are the ones that you guys actually like the most. But that's not to say that you can't choose the ones that get a low rating because it might be something that you want to try for the first time, like camping, if you've never done it before. And so um, that is a great way to uh, come up with some creative date night ideas for you and your honey. So, again, let's go back to the people who are already dating in their marriage. I just want to give you guys a toot toot. I'm going to toot y'all horn for you guys. And I want to commend you for doing the work because everybody knows that marriage is work. And it it is hard work, but it gets easier when you are dating on purpose and putting the work into your marriage to make your spouse happier. And for the people who are not, I am challenging you to get to work because it is work. And I know it's Valentine's Day, so it's a great day to start. But the beautiful thing about marriage is that every day is Valentine's Day, like my boo told me. And because we are married, we get to show our love every day. And that in itself is a gift. So let's talk about trying some new things this year when it comes to dating in our relationships and starting something new, being more consistent about it, being more deliberate about it. The goal of marriages is to grow together and Again, dating your spouse on a regular 
basis. Now, not just whenever you feel like it, but on a regular basis, it fuels the fire that brought you guys together in the first place. So before I head out, <clears throat> I want to let you guys know, I love you guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in. This is going to be a phenomenal year for On The Day I Said I Do. I'm filled with so much hope. I intend to drop episodes every other week. Um, let me know if any of you guys have friends or family or co-workers that would love to be on the show. You can email me at On The Day I Said I Do. I am definitely more excited than I can actually relay you guys follow me on instagram for updates and more information this has been an amazing episode getting to talk about something that i'm passionate about and that i love doing and i'm definitely gonna get better at it this year like i said my honey is definitely the initiator but as the year goes through I'm going to do my due diligence to be better, 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 better all around. Have a great day with your honey. If you're tuning in to this after the fact, thank you so much. I love you. Be blessed. I'm out.